Hi, this is Dr. Jose Saldivar with another episode of the First Year Experience Podcast. Today, I am joined by... Marianela Franklin. Marianela Franklin. Miss Franklin. Doc, is it Dr. Franklin or Miss Franklin? No, just Miss Franklin. Miss Franklin. Miss Franklin. Tell me, tell me about what you do here with the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley. Well, my title is Chief Sustainability Officer, which sounds really fancy, but what it truly is, it, we are here to support the university in embedding sustainability into curriculum, operations, engagement, and our governance, you know, the commitment the university yeah. has towards sustainability. That sounds... Um... I don't know that lofty is the word, for it, but I mean, it's, it's, it sounds so comprehensive, right? right? Okay, sustain, I, I think sustainability, I think about saving the environment, right? I, I think about a number of things, but you, I, I think the description that you just offered, working it into the cur curriculum, community engagement, right? Governance, um, these are things that I never, I rarely associate right. with sustainability. And so... I think before we even get to that, tell me a little bit about um, how did you come to this sort of work? Well, um, you know, I started off 16 years ago here at the university in facilities because my background is architecture. Oh, wow. And so I started off as one of the project managers um, for the facilities department and supervising, you know, the construction that was going on here at the university. Um, because of my background, um, Back in 2008, um, I took an exam to be certified in LEAD as a LEAD accredited professional. And LEAD stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design. So back then, I was already looking at, you know, how can we start taking a look at our design and construction and start applying sustainable practices, best mm -hmm. practices, you know, into um, our facilities. Um, and then in 2009, UT System put out a policy on sustainability and wanted all their institutions, you know, to report on sustainability. So um, back then, I think uh, we were under the charge of Dr. Cárdenas, Blandina Cárdenas, mm -hmm. and she uh, indicated that she wanted to learn more about sustainability and understand what it was before we sent out a report. So everyone pointed the finger at me. Why don't you <laughs> ask her? She's the lady that's trying to push for green, you know, yeah. facilities, green uh, design and construction. And so that's where it started. Um, shortly thereafter, you know, we realized that we had not really uh, looked at sustainability across all divisions mm -hmm. and the report indicated it should be across all divisions. Yeah. It, it was not the policy, I'm sorry. It was not intended just for construction. So I was offered the opportunity to take that lead and I did. Um, very challenging because yeah. it's something you know new for for the universe it was then something new for the university and culturally speaking too for for our area but what, what it's you, been what do you mean very what do you mean? rewarding well what I mean by that is that most individuals then and even now uh -huh. um, you still find individuals who think sustainability is specifically about uh, protecting the environment, um, but it actually is a systemic approach. It's a holistic approach 
because we live in a world of three systems and those are the three core values or principles of sustainability, which is to protect the natural system, the social system, and the economic system all at the same time. So, um, so it really you know, encompasses just about everything when you consider those three systems. And those systems are interconnected. So if you're doing something to protect the environment, you're yeah. actually affecting people and the economy. Yeah. So it's really understanding the impacts of our actions in all three systems. That's what sustainability is about. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, one, I, I'm going to have to admit, I did not know that. When, <laughs> I know when I... When I think of sustainability, I think specifically of the environment, and mm-hmm. rarely I think, and, and like as you said, um, people rarely think about right. How does it in, in protecting the environment? Then how does it affect people? And how does it affect right the economy? Mm-hmm. Um, so this this already is fascinating for me because it you know it's it, I think it's an education for me. Um, but you you've been given this charge. Mm-hmm. So how are we doing as an institution? We're doing really well. Again, um, this happened 10 years ago, yeah. you know, when the Office for Sustainability was established at our legacy institution. And so from the very beginning, what we did was to start educating. Um, and really, the first year was about planning. It was about sitting down with individuals who were like-minded and forming a council that could sit down and kind of take a look at everything within those four categories that I mentioned. How are we doing in academics? How many courses do we have that actually have sustainability or the message of sustainability embedded in courses um, in research? In How are we doing in terms of engagement with the campus and outside of the campus with our community? Are we relaying the message of sustainability both on campus and off campus? And then in operations, when you take a look at not just our facilities and how we're designing and building them, but also transportation and dining and waste management, our grounds, you know, how are the grounds, uh, you know, being protected and taken care of. So um, on top of all that, there's the commitment, you know, the planning and administration. Is the administration committed to bringing sustainability to its institution and its community? And so we sat down with a group of individuals. We uh, put together a 10-year campus action plan, a sustainability campus action plan, which um, is on our website, uh, which is about to expire. Mm -hmm. We need to uh, sit down once again and actually start over. But back to your question of how we're doing, in 2014-15, that fiscal year, we decided to Uh, do an assessment because it had been a couple of years now that we had been uh, discussing sustainability throughout these divisions, all the divisions. Um, And we used a tool called ACI STARS. Now ACI is the Association for Advancement of Sustainability in Higher Education. And STARS is a tool they have called the Sustainability Tracking Assessment Rating System. So it's very comprehensive. Mm -hmm. It has questions on how you're doing in in those four categories. And we ended up with a silver rating, which was great because it was our very first one. And we used that as a benchmark as as we came into our new University of UTRGV. So starting off, we started off great Mm -hmm. as UTRGV with the silver rating. So just recently, just a couple months ago, and you may have seen it in the in the news, yeah. the UTRGV news, we struck gold. 
So we are the very first uh, to actually achieve gold in the UT system. Wow. Now, that does not mean that, that some of our UT partners are not already at gold. It's just they haven't they haven't completed their assessment. It's yeah. a very tedious assessment. It t takes us about a year. This time it took us a year and a half to complete the assessment. Um, wow. We do this with graduate students. So I'm very proud of our graduate students and there's a report that'll be coming out so everyone can see you know, who contributed and how we're assessed. Yeah. Uh, because it's a very nice long checklist yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, you know, that covers everything in those four areas of uh, academics, operations, engagement, and planning and administration. So you weren't kidding. We're doing well. We're doing really well. We are doing well. It's just, you know, um, it's one of those things. We're doing so many things, mm -hmm. and sustainability covers so much yeah. that not too many of our, you know, staff and faculty and students know about it. Um, I wish there was a way that we could get the word out there even more so, but I'm sure that that's going to happen as, as you know, we, we do these type of, of interviews and podcasts. Well, and, and speaking of which, you know, um, you know, like I said, this, this in itself is an education for me because when I, I, I was aware of the office, not really aware of the work, right? And we talked about what sustainability really means. You just shared, you know, you want to get the word out, right, to other faculty members, staff, and, and other areas of the campus. You're getting ready to start on, an, on another 10-year plan, correct? Yes. So, as the person tasked with leading this this work, what would you like to see? What are, what are your goals looking forward in terms of sustainability, in terms of, of, of all of the work, because it is so wide-ranging? What is it that you'd like to see? I'd really like our students to see it as a tool for success because that's how I see uh, sustainability. You know, integrating it into academics uh, has been our core priority mm -hmm. and we're doing very well in that area. But I really would like our students to start looking at this as, again, you know, a tool that they can use um, for both their personal and professional lives. And the reason I say this is because it's a simple formula. It's a complicated one, but it's a simple formula. If students would ask themselves the question with every action they take, whether it's at home or here on campus, mm -hmm. how is this action impacting my environment how is it impacting you know the economy or my finances and mm -hmm. how is it impacting the people around me you know society um, if they can find a positive answer to all three of those questions while they're taking an action mm -hmm. they'll realize that they're improving quality of life See, that's the way we, we define sustainability here at UTRGV. If you break the word down, sustainability, mm -hmm. it's the ability to sustain quality of life. And it could be of a person, of a building, of a program, of a process. It could be of any action that you take. It's the ability to make it a long-term, you know, to provide a beneficial long-term effect. 
And so if they could view it as a formula for success and start applying it, I think our students are going to do very well, both personally and professionally. And so will our environment, mm -hmm. you know, our communities will, we will see sustainable development. We will start to see sustainable, you know, economic development, sustainable environmental development and, and sustainable uh, society, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll see a much happier society, one that is thriving because they've paid attention to that little formula. Yeah. Wow. You know, as a faculty member, um, I was having a conversation with another faculty member this morning over breakfast and, and we were talking about different things we'd like to see, and, you know, always looking at how do we improve our classroom and how do we improve the experiences of our students. Um, and I, I don't know that, that it, at least from the faculty end that we have conversations around sustainability, but, but you're right. I think, um, you said it is a complex formula, but it's a, it's a simple one, right? And breaking it down to these questions that students could ask themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I'm excited about the opportunity that going through another 10 year plan or developing a 10 year plan, what that would mean. But as a faculty member, um, how can I... How can I one maybe better inform myself, or mm -hmm. how and how can I engage in the process? If if we want other faculty members to be involved and to be aware of the work, what can we do on our end? There's two things. Um, we do offer a uh, conference at the end of the year. In fact, uh, it is upcoming. We have a conference on May uh, 9, 18 and 19, uh, okay. which will take place. It is specific for faculty. It is. Um, called ICSAC, the International Center for Sustainability Across the Curriculum. And uh, it takes place on May 18th and 19th at Embassy Suites. Uh, I can share the registration link. Uh, registration um, ended on the 27th of April, but I still have about three seats left for UTRGV faculty. Okay. We open it up to the first 25 faculty available because we have limited resources, but we also open it up to faculty outside of the university. Um, this year we have 14 faculty coming from uh, TSC and mm -hmm. about five faculty coming from STC. Okay. Um, and we have 23 faculty from UTRGV and so okay. I have two to three seats left okay, um, uh, available for yeah. UTRGV faculty so anyone listening please contact our office so we can get you registered um, there is a link for registration the other if you know faculty are unavailable and can't make it this year mm. um, my recommendation is for faculty to become familiar with the UN 17 goals for sustainable development and they are called the UN SDGs and you can look that up, them up at unsdg.org. Okay. Um, these 17 goals are goals that were established in 2016 and I think there was you know over 193 countries that came together to establish these goals. Um, these goals are unique mm -hmm. for our communities and for our region because we actually um, have 
concerns within each of these 17 goals. So we're, as a university, we're in a unique situation because we have colleges and centers of excellence um, that all are contributing to those goals. So what I encourage faculty to do is don't worry so much about the definition of sustainability, just look at these goals and try to consider which of them your field of, of study or your field of, of teaching mm -hmm. contributes to. And once you, you find that connection, you realize how you personally as an educator are contributing to sustainable development. And then you, you tie that mm -hmm. you know, together with your, with your curriculum. You, know, you start to use the language that you find in these. There is a guide mm -hmm. that uh, the UN has put together for these uh, goals for sustainable development. And the guide um, has learning objectives objectives for each goal oh, wow. and so okay. it allows our faculty to review those and actually start looking at how they can modify their learning objectives to to use you know some of that information within those goals so i encourage faculty to just pick one box because <laughs> the goals come in boxes okay. um, and and to you know try to focus on them and what What's wonderful is that at, these, at this conference, this two-day intensive development training that we have, most faculty will find themselves you know, trying to figure out which one do I choose because I'm actually contributing to like five or six or seven out of the 17. Yeah. <laughs> we have one faculty that I love that presents every year to share how he has been able to address all 17 oh, and wow. show how he addresses all 17. And, and honestly, these 17 goals are all interconnected. So yeah. you will find yourself um, directly connected to some and indirectly to others. So the other um, thing I would like to share is that the goal of sustainability is interdisciplinary. Because we're talking about these three systems, the goal is partnerships, partnerships among faculty and students and partnerships with our community so that we can actually um, come together to accomplish these goals, yeah. to accomplish sustainable development. Wow, this is great stuff. Yeah. Um, so before we go, we're doing well as a university, but we're, you know, we're, we're coming up on a, on a um, it's our turn to, or time to develop another 10-year plan. Yes. So for our faculty, um, those that are trying to figure out how do I become more engaged or how do I get more involved, how do I incorporate sustainability into my own teaching, you've got a two-day conference coming up the 18th and the 19th. Yes. And you've got a few slots left for faculty members. Yes. And so we'll, we'll put that link up. And then the other thing is that faculty members can go to the UN website where it has the 17 yes. um, sort of sustainability goals and maybe identify one or two that they can focus on through their own teaching. Yes. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to leave for our listeners? For our students. For you our know, students. there okay. are some really fun apps out there that um, they can use to start changing their habits to a more sustainable lifestyle. Um, now, I had to do a little bit of research because mm -hmm. I realized that some of the apps that we had up on our website mm -hmm. um, are no longer, you know, functioning. Mm -hmm. So I did find some that I want to share with them. Okay. There's one uh, for the ladies that I really like that's called Think Dirty. 
And um, I know that sounds that sounds controversial, but it's a beauty and personal care product scanner, so that they can take a look at the ingredients and oh, understand, wow. you know, how dirty some of our, you know, uh, beauty and personal care products are. You know, one of the things before I get down to more of this list that I didn't mention before is, you know, we really need to focus on the fact that we are breathing, eating, and drinking drinking chemicals all day long. And if there's one habit that I would like our students to to change is to become smarter about looking at labels, you know, mm -hmm. when they purchase something, to look at how many chemicals they're putting into their bodies, you know, and to really consider how many chemicals they're breathing, eating, and drinking every day. Because a lot of the problems that we have today stem from these chemicals um, and so eliminating these chemicals are really important and these apps are really great for that so this think dirty is about beauty and personal care products so they can scan you know and see the ingredients another one is called good fish guide for those of you who love seafood and mm -hmm. we get really wonderful sustainable fresh seafood you know since we're so close to the coast this good fish guide allows you also to rate um, the fish according to their sustainable level, sustainability level. So it's kind of like a um, uh, like a stoplight. It gives you a, a red, a yellow, and a green, you know, <laughs> so that you know that the fish yeah. that you're eating, you know, just, are are sustainably sustainably uh, caught and also sustainable fish. Um, there's another one called Hawk Specs. And that one, you know, I don't know if it's up and running yet. Uh, if it is, it's going to be wonderful because this allows you to scan products and, you know, like food products. And it tells you whether or not those food products have chemicals and pesticides and things in oh, them. Wow. But I mean, I'm not talking about scanning labels. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about actually scanning the product and being able to use your your phone camera that that sees whether that particular product has any pesticides or, or bad chemicals oh, wow. in it. So that's something that was in the works last year, and they said it would be up and running by this year. So I'm looking forward to see if yeah, it's there. That sounds fascinating there's another one called jewel bug and jewel bug it it gives you everyday tips on how to reduce your carbon footprint and so that's part of living a sustainable lifestyle is you know reducing the amount of emissions that we personally are emitting out into the air and those emissions are all stemming from what we eat and and what we drive and how much we drive because mm -hmm. the you know the the emissions from our, our fuel go oh, yeah. up into the atmosphere and, and they're creating a lot of concern. So reducing that carbon footprint is part of living a sustainable lifestyle. So I highly recommend Jewel Bug. Another one is called Meal Saver. Now Meal Saver is one that I'm not sure if we have uh, in effect here in our region, but it would be great for students who who have an interest mm -hmm. um, to actually start talking to some of our restaurants. Meal Saver allows you to find a restaurant who at the end of the day has prepped too much food and has 
food left over. Now what restaurants have to do in bakeries is throw that away most of the time. And so rather than throw it away, what Meal Saver does is you can actually buy these meals or these uh, pastries and, and things at bakeries for a much lesser price because it's the end of the day and they need to get it out the door. Yeah. So you can actually purchase them online. Meal Saver is a big app um, in you know bigger metropolitan areas, but I think we should start you know having like those discussions idea. with our with our restaurants, our local oh, yeah. restaurants and and bakeries because I know that we have a lot of students, faculty, and and just community members that could really use that app. Oh yeah, that sounds like a wonderful idea. Um, well, Ms. Franklin, thank you so much for your time. This has been um, incredibly enlightening, really powerful. Um, for our listeners out there, I think there are some really valuable tips that you can use if you're a faculty member for ways of getting, in, of getting engaged and becoming part of the larger sustainability efforts of the university. And for our students, a number of different ways for you all to think about your carbon footprint and how you can contribute to uh, the sustainability campaign in your personal life and, of course, with the university. So um, thank you again. Thank you again for listening uh, and for joining us. Um, remember to check us out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And so this concludes another episode of the First Year Experience podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.